From the banks of the Colorado River in Lake Mead to the homes and businesses in Southern Nevada, welcome to Water Smarts, the podcast pumping from the heart of Las Vegas, where we engage with the experts who keep the water flowing throughout Southern Nevada. I'm Bronson Mack. And I'm Crystal Zelke. From how we treat it, deliver it, use it, protect it, and conserve it, the Water Smarts podcast is all about water in Southern Nevada. We hope to make you a little smarter about the one thing that keeps us all connected water. Hey, Crystal, how are you today? I'm good, Bronson. You know, you know what I always like to talk about, the weather. <laughs> we always like to start with the weather, but it has such a bearing on water use and, you know, everything that we really talk about here. And in fact, we're going to talk a little bit about climate change. So yeah, weather is a good segue. Yeah, I, I'm just, my husband makes fun of me. I'm a nerd. Like every day, I'm like, what's the weather going to be like today? He's like, it's Las Vegas. It's the same every day, but it's That's not. Right. It's not. And anyway, so where I was going with this is that it is fall season as we're recording this. And I've just started really noticing in the last week that the leaves are starting to change ever so slightly. I'm seeing some orange popping out. And, you know, we're talking about trees today. So there's a lot of things going on with trees here in our valley where we're offering a new rebate to get people to plant them. Some of us have challenges with trees. I have one sad one in my yard that's not doing oh, so hot. I yeah. do too. <laughs> so we are, even though we know a lot about water, we are a little tree challenged ourselves, just like I'm sure a lot of our listeners are. And Southern Nevada has one of the thinnest tree canopies of any urban environment. And it kind of makes sense if you ever see any of the undeveloped areas here in Southern Nevada. There aren't a lot of naturally growing trees. Sure, you might have a mesquite or two that you see popping up on a vacant lot. But for the most part, if it's green and growing in Southern Nevada, it's being irrigated and it's being irrigated by our water supply. And in order to prepare for the future, as we continue to reduce our water use, we also need to make sure that we are increasing our shade canopy. And that is critical. We need more trees in Southern Nevada. And with us today to talk about some new programs that will help expand Southern Nevada's urban forest so we can have more shade in the valley, we have Zane Marshall, the Director of Water Resources for the Southern Nevada Water Authority. Zane, welcome back to the Water Smarts Podcast. Hey, thanks for having me, Crystal and Bronson. I'm happy to be here today. We are excited to have you here. And I, you know, Crystal and I were just chatting, and certainly trees are an important element of our community. And it's something that Crystal and I end up talking about a lot. So we're pretty passionate about trees and we know that you are too. And as our community is getting warmer, as climate change continues to set in and, and we experience warmer and drier future ahead, it is important that we're expanding that urban forest by planting more trees. And we need to plant trees that will help us be more resilient to that warming climate. And so to help facilitate adding those trees to our community, the Southern Nevada Water Authority is working on two tree initiatives. So Zane, can you just briefly tell us what these tree initiatives are? And then we can discuss them a little more in detail. Sure. So the Water Authority, like you said, is engaged in two new programs. The Tree Enhancement Program, which provides a cash incentive to people who plant new trees in their landscapes, is part of the Water Smart Landscapes Rebate Program. The other program that we're working on is with Impact Nevada on an urban forest initiative. This project focuses on planting trees in underserved areas of the valley where there are currently not a lot of shade or, or trees in that area. 
So Zane, I assume that both of these programs have the same overall goal to install more trees throughout the valley and increase shade from the tree canopies. But these are really two very different programs. Let's start with the tree enhancement program. The Water Authority is offering a cash incentive for business owners and residents who plant more trees on their properties. Tell us about this program and who's eligible for the incentive. What do water customers need to do to qualify for the cash rebate? So property owners who enroll in our Water Smart Landscapes rebate program can receive $100 for each new living tree planted during their landscape conversion. The incentive is available to HOAs, residents, and businesses, and any property owner that replaces grass landscapes with drip irrigated plants and trees through our program is eligible. The incentive covers new trees up to 100% canopy coverage of the conversion area for the property, as long as they select trees that meet the program requirements. And you can find the full landscape rebate requirements on the snwa.com website. Zane, before we talk about the requirements, let's just make sure that everything's clear for our listeners. If you enroll in the WaterSmart Landscape Rebate Program, you're automatically enrolled for this tree incentive. You just have to make that decision that you're going to be adding new trees to your landscape. So in addition to that $3 a square foot, for every uh, square foot of grass that gets replaced, you can receive an additional $100 for every new living tree that you plant as part of your conversion project. That's correct, right, Zane? That is correct. There are a few requirements people need to check before selecting trees for their conversion projects. For example, the trees need to be in a 15-gallon container or larger when they're purchased. They must be six feet tall or taller at ground level when planted. They need to have a canopy coverage of at least 236 square feet when they're mature. It has to be listed on the Southern Nevada Regional Plant List, but if it's on the list and is not recommended or under review, it does not qualify for the tree bonus. The plant list is on the Water Authority website at, again, snwa.com, and we want to make sure that the trees being planted provide shade and that over time, they'll be able to withstand the hotter temperatures we expect in Southern Nevada. And that's really important, Zane, because we'll get into this a little bit here about the the regional plant list and why it's so important. But I know those requirements might sound like a lot um, and limit the selection of trees available for the incentive. But there are actually more than 100 trees on the Southern Nevada regional plant list that qualify for the tree incentive. And for those listeners who want to know more about the regional plant list and why some trees are not expected to survive in Southern Nevada in the future, we have a podcast on that topic called Speaking for the Trees. Our guests were Dr. Q and Joey Lynn Watt from Star Nursery, and they share lots of tips on how to protect existing trees during a landscape conversion, which is really important here. It's not only important to plant new trees, but we also need to protect our existing trees. Unfortunately, a lot of property owners aren't taking the necessary steps to protect their trees during these landscape upgrades. So Zane, just to explain why SNWA has these requirements, it's because we want to encourage people to plant trees that will have a large canopy and provide shade, and that means no palm trees. And we also want to make sure the trees installed will survive as temperatures increase over the next few decades. For example, those beautiful purple plum trees and Afghan pines lining neighborhood streets are not expected to survive our local climate here in the future. Is that correct? That's exactly right, Crystal, which is why it's important for people to check the Southern Nevada Regional Plant List, even if they're not part of our landscape rebate program. If you're updating the landscape at your business or home, make sure you're choosing trees that are going to survive the hotter temperatures in the future. 
Climate experts are predicting we'll see more than 100 days over 100 degrees annually by 2050. That's why it's important to expand our urban forest and the shade that comes with it. And even without climate change, cities are usually warmer than the surrounding rural areas. That's because cities have more concrete, pavement, buildings, tile roofs, and surfaces that trap heat. It's called the urban heat island effect. Those hard surfaces not only trap heat during the day, but they also hold on to it at night, making urban areas warmer than the surrounding rural areas. Shade from trees help reduce the impacts of the urban heat island effect. Hey, Zane, I'm really glad you mentioned that heat island effect. It's not something that is a new phenomenon. I mean, the, the urban heat island effect has been happening not just in Las Vegas, but in really developed communities throughout the Southwest, especially where the sun is pretty intense, right? That's right, Bronson. It's been affecting communities across the country for decades. That's because cities have less vegetation than rural areas, and they have more hard surfaces that trap heat. So it's not a new phenomenon at all. However, with climate change expected to make it even hotter in the future, including in Southern Nevada, we need to act now to expand our tree canopy and increase the amount of shade we have in the Las Vegas Valley. This will help mitigate some of the impacts of the urban heat island effect, and it will build resiliency to our climate change and enhance the quality of life for those of us who live and work here. Yeah, and quality of life, obviously very important. As our community has grown, as it has developed, there's been more asphalt, there's more pavement. Those tile roofs that you mentioned, Zane, all of those hardscapes absorb heat during the day and then allow that heat to radiate overnight. Then we don't see the low overnight temperatures that we would have seen if this developed community didn't exist here. And then we're starting that next day at a warmer temperature and it gets hotter quicker. So the urban heat island effect is something that a lot of communities are contending with. And certainly expanding that urban forest around southern Nevada will help reduce some of that heat retention, creating more shade. But Zane, I'm sure that some of our listeners will ask, don't trees use a lot more water than just plants and rock? Or do they even use more water than grass? So can you just talk a little bit about that? Kind of what's that difference between water use of trees, plants, and grass? Absolutely. So trees require much less water than grass. They also offer significant benefits to the community, including improving resiliency to climate change by casting shade and cooling surfaces, and by adding diversity and variety to our landscapes. The Water Smart Landscapes program has always required properties to maintain or plant enough drip irrigated vegetation to provide 50% canopy cover when the plants and trees are mature. We want to encourage more canopy coverage so the incentive provides $100 for each new tree up to 100% canopy coverage of the conversion area. We believe the tree bonus can help expand the canopy coverage by encouraging properties, especially HOAs and businesses, to plant more trees. We have funding for up to 100,000 new trees through the Tree Enhancement Program. And that's awesome. There's a lot going on there, but to be able to get $100 for every additional tree that you can plant. So if you have room for just even a couple more trees on your property, that's that's a pretty good little rebate to get there. 100,000 trees, that's a lot of trees. And that's not the only shady program at the Water Authority. Tell us about the Urban Tree Initiative, Zane. That program has a different focus and a smaller in scale, correct? That's right. Unlike our tree enhancement program, where we'll give up to $100 per tree, our urban forest initiative is targeting very specific areas of the community. 
This program intends to plant trees in parts of the community that are lacking trees, essentially, and are hotter and have more vulnerability to extreme heat events in our community. And these are typically lower income and underserved neighborhoods. We've identified several areas of the valley where we need to expand the tree canopy to help reduce the effects of this urban heat island effect. We're working with Impact Nevada to plant about a thousand trees in public use areas like parks, schools, public transportation hubs, any place really where people congregate and where we know the trees will be maintained and watered for the long term. I love that. Zane, I've heard about several urban forest initiatives in, throughout Nevada. In fact, we've talked about a couple of them on previous podcasts with sustainability experts from the city of Las Vegas and Clark County. Our projects are in addition to the city and county projects, and they'll expand on what's being done by other groups throughout the state. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Absolutely. For example, the city of Las Vegas plans to plant 60,000 new trees by 2050, and they're also targeting underserved areas of the city. Other partners include Clark County, UNLV, and the state of Nevada, which have urban forest programs in the works. All of these projects complement each other and work to reduce urban heat island impacts and lower temperatures in the valley. And we are going to need those lower temperatures as we go forward. You know, a lot of good initiatives here in order to expand and enhance the tree canopy that we all appreciate and we all take for granted every single day. So, Zane, just to clarify, homeowners with existing yards that don't have any grass that aren't participating in the Southern Nevada Water Authority's Water Smart Landscape Rebate Program, they do not qualify for the $100 rebate. That is only available to those that are going through landscape conversion, replacing that grass, making your property more water smart, adding those trees, getting that $100 rebate, also making your property shady smart to some degree. And then on top of that, there's a lot of urban forest initiatives that are taking place, Zane, that you referenced there. These are through nonprofits. These are through the city, through the county. A lot of efforts there to make sure that everybody is receiving the kind of shade that is going to be necessary as we go forward. But Zane, obviously, there are some listeners that don't qualify for these programs. Maybe they do want to get some additional shade in their yard or take advantage of the opportunities that are here for expanding the shade canopy. What should those folks take away from today's discussion? Well, I think they should understand that our community is expected to get hotter over time with climate change. And if they have trees in their landscapes that look heat stressed, they should take a look at the regional plant list on the SNWA.com website to see if the trees that they have in their yard are recommended or not recommended. And if they're not recommended, they may consider replacing those trees with trees or varieties that are recommended. Because if a tree is heat stressed, you can't fix it by just throwing more water on it, right? Those trees are on their way out, and it's probably better to replace them with a, a heat tolerant tree rather than, than just waste water on trying to maintain that tree. I guess it's also important for us to understand that maintaining mature tree canopy is really important to controlling temperatures within your living space, around your house, your place of work, where you commute. And they also help with power bills, right? So the more shade we have in our environment, the less we're having to uh, use air conditioning to cool our living space. And trees are really important in terms of, you know, making your community, your living space, your yard more livable and cooler in the long run. Great feedback there. We got to protect these trees. We got to enhance the trees that we already have. A large portion of our trees are not likely to survive the next 30 to 50 years. So listen, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time to plant a tree is today. 
So if you are planning to make changes to your landscape, whether you're a business owner, an HOA board member, or a homeowner, you may want to consider adding trees to your projects. It'll be more cost-effective to do so while you're upgrading that irrigation system and making all of those changes. We'll also give you a $100 rebate for every new tree that you install as part of that turf conversion program. The sooner you plant trees, the sooner you will have the cooling shade that is needed for a warmer future. Zane Marshall, thank you so much for joining us here on the Water Smarts Podcast and helping our listeners understand and appreciate trees just a little bit more than we did before you joined us. And this has been great, Bronson and Crystal. Thanks for having me. We'll see you next time, Zane. Thanks so much. Well, Crystal, always good to have Zane on. And, you know, I do love the topic of trees. I love talking about trees. And really, it's nice to talk more about trees and less about grass. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Especially in our world. I mean, it's good stuff, right? So I think you and I both, we talk about this often on the podcast, how we've grown up here and we've seen our natural landscape change over yep. time because because of our drought and because of our situation. And so we've removed a lot of grass over those years. And we know that we don't have enough trees throughout the valley. And that is one thing that's lacking here. So I'm super excited to see with all of these initiatives between the city and the county and UNLV and everybody that's involved and now the SNWA, super, super excited to see what our landscape looks like in the next 20 years. Yeah, no question about it. There are a lot of efforts being put forth to expand that tree canopy, get plants in the ground, trees, get trees in the ground that will benefit us over the long term. And we can do that to increase our sustainability while still using water wisely and responsibly. Well, that's it for this episode here at the Water Smarts Podcast. We hope you subscribe and listen next time. If you got questions about water, feel free to send them our way. You can email us at watersmarts at snwa.com. We'll get back to you directly with an answer, and we might even have your question on a future episode. We'll see you next time here on Water Smarts. Water Smarts.